0: What's up profitable public speaking listeners mark birdie the podcast and coach here helping people launch grow and monetize their podcast and for public speakers out there wondering how do I get an edge on people? How do I get on more stages? One of the best ways to get on more stages to get more yeses is to have your own book If you look at all these public speakers who they're doing it full-time They have a book and that's why in this episode. We're gonna talk about how you can write your own book so you can boost your credibility as a public speaker, and then use your book to get on more stages. So the guest who joins us today in this episode, she is an expert in the area of speaking and author support. She amplifies the visibility of authors, speakers, and messengers while they do what they love, speak. She has helped spearhead multiple best-selling book campaigns, and she and her team have made it their mission to empower speakers to deliver their message by handling the rest of the details. So our guest who joins us for this episode of Profitable Public Speaking is none other than Lorianne Vaughn Speaks. Lorianne, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so happy to have you on break, uh, Breakthrough Success. I'm so happy to have you on Profitable Public Speaking. Breakthrough Success, we had Lorianne on that show before, and I'm so used to saying Breakthrough Success, but we are here Profitable Public Speaking and definitely looking forward to getting into this. I'm wondering if you could share with us when you really saw that uh, potential for speakers, like having your own book is such a big difference maker and how you made that like the thing that you help people with.
1: Right, right. Well, I'm the behind the scenes person and even I have my own book. So, so yeah, it is, um, it is a huge credibility factor that really um, raises your presence. I had worked for a thought leader for over 15 years and had actually worked through six best-selling books. And um, and we did not have to go searching for opportunities to speak, they called us. Um, as when when my boss actually sold her company and retired at 75, I found myself at 60 (laughs) going, well, I guess if I want to work, I better start my own company. And so I did. And in doing so, I'm helping up and coming speakers and authors get their presence known. And for any speaker, having that book lends a level of credibility um, like no other, to be very honest with you. And you can use that to leverage your fees, as well as um just your overall profit
0: and books i mean they do so much for your credibility they also give you so many unique opportunities you get on more stages but you can also do book signings i did my first book signing ever at a new media summit laurianne uh was at that event and i mean like when you do a book sign you got a ton of people now with a copy of your books so there's just so much you can do with a book but for people listening they're like "Oh, well, i don't want to write a book." And, if you are not author already, we'll get to that soon. We'll get to how we can help you use your book. But for people who don't have a book, what, do you, what advice would you give those people so they can finally get book number one out there?
1: Okay. There are a number of different ways. Um, I'm a big believer in a collaborative book. So let's say you are in an area of expertise and you have maybe even five or six other uh, people that are in your space yet have different messages. It's a great way to A, write a chapter or two instead of an entire book um, and have it all together. And therefore your whole campaign is easier because you've got multiple authors driving people to buy the book. So it's it's a win-win for those that may not have the whole book up in their head yet but um, want to have that piece to say, like I do, I am a best-selling hmm. author. I was part of a collaborative book. I am now in the process now that um, that I experience this and see how it is so helpful. A, I'm helping one of my clients do that in her space right now, as well as I'm writing my own book expounding on the chapter that i wrote about which was starting a business later in life so
0: i love the collaborative idea uh, yes. like, i like to say you know usa today wall street journal best-selling off because those things have happened to me but that was through a book where myself and 23 other authors took part in a book called write and grow rich uh so we literally had like thousands of people on each of our email lists we promoted that book really hard during the Launch time, and it's easier to reach those kinds of statuses when you've got 23 people or even five or six people versus when you are doing it by yourself. So, I really like that tip. I'd also say I did this at the end of my book, YouTube Decoded, but if you make like a worksheet style book, uh, yes. you could really create a book in literally an hour or two where you just create one page, copy, paste, make that your whole book. So, that's another way to create a book really quickly. A collaboration is also a pretty easy way to get a full book. Uh, so let's say someone has the book already. Okay. Uh, so how do they use that book to gain leverage uh, as a speaker? I mean, I know you could say in your bio, like, I wrote this book, but is there really anything else to it than that?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, as long as long as long as your content is very authentic and has something of value – Um, yes, what you want to do is take that content um, and market yourself to the right podcasts. Um, Assuming uh, if budget is an issue, podcasting is obviously a very uh, effective way to get your message out and be able to share your content um, to then be able to take it to the next level because once you have... um, highlights with regards to the podcasts and show that you can have a legitimate conversation um, and you have a speech that you have created from the book, you can use that to then take it to the stages. And you, you really want to make sure that you are reaching out to your ideal clients. You don't want to just get on a stage and what you're offering has nothing to do with why they're there. You want to make sure that you do your research and get on the right stages. and that gets you once once you've developed that reputation, it gets you more and more speeches. Um, a way to leverage that book from the get go, um, assuming that you actually are charging to speak, you can throw in the book as part of the deal for the attendees, which a we know that, what it costs us to get those books is a lot less than what it costs on Amazon. Yeah. It's a great marketing tool. And they walk away with something with your name on it. It's, it's a wonderful marketing tool to take. But you can actually use that as an extra perk to you getting on stage is I'll give everyone in your audience a copy of my book.
0: Yeah, I really love that because uh, I was talking about the book signing a little earlier and just to be able to do that on a paid stage is such a really awesome perk. And when people are doing their book launches, they will say like, if you buy five copies of my book, this happens. If you buy, like eventually you get to like a hundred copies of my book. If you buy that many, I will speak at one of your stages. And this is a thing that like a lot of people do to boost the book sales. So they do hit some of these bigger lists. So uh, that those are some really awesome strategies and how you can leverage your book and also turning your book into a speech. Because if you do like, I'll use my latest book, YouTube decoded, as an example, YouTube decoded book, YouTube decoded training course, YouTube decoded service, YouTube decoded name of speaking gig, which I submitted recently to uh, one of the conferences that I want to speak at. Uh, if you have that same name, like YouTube decoded, people know, oh, there's a book, there's a training course, there's all these different things. So you're giving people value, but if people like search you and they see YouTube decoded, like the book, they know that they could buy the book too. So you're not like selling on the stage, but people know that based on the title of your talk, they could buy a book on the same name.
1: Right. In this day and age, everybody Googles everything anyway. So make it, make it findable (laughs) i know that's not a word but it's like yes the more that you can uh keep your brand and your that all in in the same space it's perfect um and it's a great way to monetize on all levels
0: and for people who are thinking like oh can i really deliver the same speaking gig over and over again and continue making money continue being a speaker the answer to that is yes. I want to point that out because uh, like you do do things, you want to talk about different topics and doing that is great, but you don't want to abandon your core thing that a lot of people know you for uh, because there's like a famous speaker who like someone saw her or I think her, but like someone saw her and saw her 30 years later. talk was completely the same. and I feel like that's what happens with a lot of really successful speakers.
1: Okay, here's at, uh, well. Yes and no, because what you want to do is you have your basic slide deck or your basic talk, but if you really want to be seen as the professional that you are, you want to, if you're going into a corporate gig, you want to have a conversation with the head, the guy that brought you on to say, so what's happening in your organization? Where do I really need to focus? Because the core can be the same. And and with, with the thought leader I worked with, she had a core talk, but she spent hours making sure that each talk was very much tailored to that audience and to that client. So you do need to make sure that you take the time to make sure that your audience is getting what it needs. Otherwise, your reputation will not be as great.
0: Uh, that That's a really great point because uh, I know like Pat Flynn, like I saw him, one of the things, he spoke at like everything food conference and he like core talk, I believe was the same. I haven't seen him talk too many times, but he did throw in food puns in his talk so i mean exactly I don't like...
1: you need to focus you'd still need to tailor that talk to whomever it is that you are speaking to because you may um depending on what your topic is if you're in front of a group of men it may be skewed toward the male perspective or the female perspective based on diet or exercise or whatever because it does vary Um, there are women that can do that CrossFit and be just as strong and as, you know, amazing as men, but there is a difference in how we do things. So yeah, you really need to tailor that speech for your audience and that will get you the reputation that you really are looking for.
0: Uh, Again, like really great points. I love that that tailoring point because, uh, like it it just adds so much value to the conversation than if we Mm -hmm. didn't. Uh, go on this topic because I feel like this is so valuable for anyone who wants to make it as a public speaker and with a book i mean one of the things that I've been hearing throughout this is like best-selling book and I feel like it helps if you have a book you're like this is my book but if you can say this is my book Wall Street Journal bestseller it creates a different vibe like you know that thousands of people are reading your book so Uh, What are some of the things you do to help your clients and yourself have these best-selling book launches?
1: Well, most most of the clients today are looking at Amazon bestsellers, not necessarily Wall Street Journal. And there is a difference, but to most people, they don't know what the difference is and therefore – don't kill yourself. Um, you know, if you are a Marshall Goldsmith within the HR field, yeah, you're automatically going to probably hit the wall street journal, best selling list. But I also know that, you know, um, his organization buys a whole lot of books and makes sure that it happens. Um, and I'm not saying that that's a negative, that is what you need to do. So, um, um, we're talking Amazon bestsellers for most people, especially someone just starting out and creating a book to create credibility. Um, so, so that in and of itself is not quite as difficult. It just needs to be very well managed to make sure that it all happens within a certain time frame, so that it does hit number one bestseller status.
0: That's a good point. And I feel like Amazon bestseller still has like a lot of credibility to it. I and mean, it should. I mean, it's different from like a Wall Street because like I know for like Wall Street USA, you, you have to sell like depending on who's else is out there. You're going to have to sell around 5,000 books. But if you categorize yourself the right way for an Amazon bestseller, you maybe just have to sell like 10 books or 15 books depending on what the category is. But bigger categories, uh, you're obviously going to have to sell more. It just depends on which ones you pick.
1: Yeah, you're still looking at thousands of books, even on Amazon, unless it's really, really niched down. Um, That's why I think, especially for someone just starting out, if they want to become part of a collaborative book, there are many ways to do that. Um, And I think that that's a really great option, especially if your gift is really in speaking, not necessarily in writing. So, you know, there, when you're having to write a chapter, it's one thing when you're having to write a complete book, it's another. And so it's a great way to find out, is this something I really love to do as well? So um, I, I, you know, it, it really depends on the person where they're at in their career, but no matter if it's an, Amazon bestseller or Wall Street Journal bestseller, it will still have that bestseller status on the top, on the cover of the book. So go for it, you know.
0: And it is interesting you mentioned how, I mean, there are some speakers who they just want to speak, 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 but not write. One of the things you can do is uh, just transcribe audio if you're speaking, but even then you have to edit it. So it is good yeah. if you could start with a one to two chapter contribution to something much bigger, to like a uh, book, we've got a lot of collaborators involved, so uh, that is a very great point that Lorianne brings up. I'm wondering if you could share with us some of the habits that helped you be a successful public speaker.
1: It's really, especially with podcasting, and that's where I actually spend most of my time is podcasting um, because I'm too I'm too busy with my clients to be traveling and getting on different stages. And I've always been the behind the scene person. I like being behind the scenes. Um, but in my advanced stage of life, uh, I really love to mentor. So I'm really digging the, the podcasting world and being able to help people by giving some of that information that I've been doing for the last 20 years and and just mentoring them um, as just a gift, you know. Um But you niche down and you really stick with what you know, um, be authentic in your knowledge and that will come across.
0: Oh, that's really, I mean, just that thought of mentorship and really wanting to leave an impact will help you put in more work. And I know people hear about like impact and stuff like that a lot and they think where's the money but if you do impact people that's where the income follows Uh, you always see impact before income and even when you are making the income you're just gonna want to have more of an impact on people than just like an extra zero in your network there comes a point where that happens where some people may not be like they like that extra zero but in the long run impact, uh you definitely want to have that you want both but i just wanted to bring that point up
1: and you know uh, it's funny because um I've never been someone that, you know, I, I need to be a millionaire, you know? No, I have this whole frame of thought that just as myself, I was very marginalized at 60 when no one wanted to hire me. Um, So I hire other women uh, that are either young moms that want to stay at home and yet have skills, you know, and, and those of us who are more my age that we have a lot of skills and legacy knowledge that needs to still be, you know, in the work world. And so um, being a mentor, it, it, it lends a level of, let me help you. I'm, I'm here to help. I'd rather have many thousandaires in my group than me being a millionaire. Does, I mean, I know that sounds silly, but, but I hire more and more women as I get more and more clients. And at this point in my career, even though I've only actually had my company for two years now, I, um, about 90% of my clients are referrals. It's strictly referrals. It's one author after another saying, Oh, you got to work with Lori Ann. She really knows her stuff because I know my stuff. And that's the same for any speaker that hits the stages. They need to know their stuff. Don't just throw something together. Let's make sure it comes from, from, you know, research based knowledge and that your content has value and then you will be successful.
0: Those are some really Good words to end on, just think about uh, who we can give opportunities to, who we can help, who we can impact uh, on our journey to being profitable public speakers, but also on our journey to helping others achieve their goals. Lorianne, for people who want to learn more about you and just follow your work, where are some good places we can go?
1: (laughs) Well, feel free to just go to my website, which is www.lvs consulting services.com it's just my initials and um, actually on the um, homepage, and and Mark will roll his eyes I think I, I teased him about this last time on my home page is a white paper called the top 10 ways to create massive growth in your speaking business it's absolutely free you don't even have to give me your email address to get it I do not have a funnel. (laughs) So, so it's all about, um, here's the information that can be useful. And, um, and if you find that, yeah, I, you know, I, but I need help with it, then I'm here for you.
0: Oh, Lorianne, thank you so much for sharing those resources with us. Those will be in the show notes along with the link for anyone who wants to schedule a free strategy call from slash strategy. Once again, Lorianne, thank you so much for coming on Breakthrough Success. It was such a pleasure having you on the show.
1: Oh, it was a pleasure to be here, Mark. Thanks so much.